Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast, where we unpack and explain the powerful Word of God, making it practical and helpful to your daily life and especially to your job. So you had a really good church service this past Sunday, worshiping and learning and singing and getting all fired up for your work week and making an impact for Christ there. But then when you get to work, you forgot all of that. Sound familiar? (laughs) Oh, come on. Happens to all of us. Even happens to me. So I thought, what are three things that we typically forget when we get to work? What things do we leave at home or leave in the truck or car when we get out and get into our office or, or the job site or where we work? So I just come up with three little stupid things we do because <laughs> sometimes we're stupid. And if we knew what these were, maybe we wouldn't do them anymore, right? So during this 129th episode of the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast, I'm going to tell you those three little things. And maybe together (laughs) we can show up for work and have our day at work just like we were on Sunday, fired up for Christ and wanting to make an impact for Him in our job with our coworkers and customers and vendors. But before I get to these three, I wanted to remind you that the Bible insists that the Scripture truths the things of Jesus, are to be woven into our daily job, wherever that is. Numerous places in Scripture say that. The first one that comes to my mind, and probably yours too, 1 Corinthians 10.31, in all things, and all means all, do all for the glory of God. There is no separation between the sacred and the secular. But that's exactly what Satan wants you to believe. That's what the world wants you to believe. You know, it's okay for you to go to church and to learn those things and to, to live that Christ-like life, as long as you keep it in that church. But it has no place in the office or the job site. You ever get that feeling? Have you heard somebody say something like that? If so, keep in mind, that is a lie straight from Satan. You know, that actually goes all the way back to something Satan inspired back in the days of Plato, where they actually thought that everything sacred that was invisible was godly, and everything that was visible or tangible was not sacred. There's a separation between godly things and worldly things, and Satan has kept that separation alive all the way through to here kept that thought going to the point where we kind of think that. And sometimes we even get that from church. I don't know why, but sometimes we do, even though mostly unintentional. By that, I mean, a lot of churches teach that these church things are here in church, and we do them here in church, and we, we learn, and we study, and we have our groups, and that's where all this occurs. And rarely do they tell you how to take these things and practically apply it to your daily life, to your life in, in your job, and to your home, and with your friends, or at the ball game, or at the shooting range, or out hunting, or skiing, or, or at the grocery store. They evidently assume that you can connect the two. 
You can connect what you learn in church with your job and apply it there. But again, rarely do they tell you how to do that, how to make that connection. That's why the Blue Jeans Christian ministry exists, is to take the scripture truths, to take the life of Jesus and put it on like blue jeans and go to work. We connect the word of God, Jesus, to your job. And today we're going to talk about three things that we tend to forget when we get to work. Okay, here we go. The first one is we forget that we're to be an even keel, solid Christian, whether we're at work or at church. When we get to work, we become a hypocrite. Yep, a hypocrite. We think and say and do things differently on Sunday in church than we do at work. We change. Why do we change? Why do we become an actor at our job? An actor is another word for hypocrite, by the way. Jesus used that a lot. He used that term actor, and sometimes it's changed to the word hypocrite in the Bible. But he called even religious leaders, some of them hypocrites, actors. And here, a little side note of why he used that term. I think that when he grew up working in construction in Nazareth, the big construction project going on at that time was just over the hill from Nazareth. It's where Herod's home and offices and the different buildings and things that have to do with that were being built. And one of the things that they built there, that I'm guessing Jesus helped build, because Nazareth was the little town next to the job site, which is where most all of the workers lived. So anyway, one of the things that they built was a stage, a theater, where people were acting out, were acting differently than they really are. And that's why he used that term actor or hypocrite often, always in a negative way, by the way, as in don't be an actor. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be the same person you are in church as you are at the job. Now, I think there's a couple of reasons why we might do that. One of the reasons might be we're afraid of what people will think of us, to which I just need to ask why. Are you more afraid of what other people think of you if they find out you're a Christian than you are of what God would think of you when you ignore him and his purpose for you in your job? That one kind of hits home, doesn't it? Don't be afraid of what other people will think of you. That's supposed to be a good thing when they think you're a Christian. It happens to all of us. It happened to Peter. Did you know that Peter got in big trouble (laughs) by being like that? by being worried about what other people would think of him. And he did it more than once. We all know about the time when the rooster crowed three times when he denied Jesus, right? We all know about that one. And sometimes we can all think, well, we probably would have done the same thing. But there was another time, too. We read about that in Galatians 2, verse 11 and 12 or so, where Paul says, Now, when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. Whoa, what did he do? (laughs) Paul was 
peeved at him and got right up in his face about it. What was he doing? Well, it says, For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles, but when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. In other words, he was afraid of what the religious people from the church at James, that James taught at would think of him. He was afraid of what people would think of him. Maybe some of us need the Apostle Paul to get right up in our face and point at us right in our forehead and say, You are a hypocrite. Stop it. Another reason might be because we want to be like the others, the non-Christians at work, to be accepted by them. We want to fit in. We want to be part of their stories and maybe their jokes and their camaraderie. (laughs) Maybe we want to impress them with things that would be impressive to them, which may not necessarily be biblical-based things, right? We want to fit in, so we become a hypocrite. So that's the first one, being a hypocrite. When we get to work, we change. Now, hopefully, being a hypocrite isn't the other way for you, where you are actually a hypocrite at church. How you are at work, what comes out of your mouth, and the way you act, and steal, and cheat, and are lazy, etc., that's, that's how you normally really are. And when you're at church, you're the hypocrite. Oh boy, if that's the case, then maybe you better have a serious look at whether you really are a true Christian or not. You are Christ's or not. That kind of brings me to the second one, okay? Here's the second thing we forget when we get to work. We forget that Jesus paid for us. He paid for us on the cross. We belong to him and he lives in us and we are to have faith in him. We are to live as we are in church at work and have faith that Christ will honor that, that he will speak through us or work through us or work things out for good if we stick to the godly things. Galatians 2.20 comes to mind, which says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, at work, (laughs) I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Do you ever think that maybe... One of the reasons, just maybe, that Jesus died on the cross for you to save you from the penalty of your sins, to call you to Him, is so you can make an impact for Him in your job, share the gospel with your coworkers in your job. Now, we have talked about that in the past. You don't need to be a Bible thumper at at your job. You just need to be a super excellent good worker and have a great attitude. And both of those together may cause people to come to you and ask you about the hope that you have, and then you can share the gospel with them because they came to you. But Jesus died on the cross for you so that you could do that. Do you think? 
That verse I just read is one of the most important Bible verses in the New Testament, other than maybe John 3.16. Let me read that again. In fact, it starts out with you in your name. So if you're listening to this, say your name. Okay, on the count of three, say your name. One, two, three. Kevin, have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer Kevin who lives, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh at my job. I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Your focus at your job isn't what others think. It's what Jesus thinks. Would he be proud of you? Jesus paid the ultimate price for you. Act like it as a thank you and as a servant of his. And that is a really nice segue into the third thing that we forget when we get to work. And that is that you are his ambassador. You are his ambassador. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says that. You are an ambassador of Christ. Yes, that includes in your job. Don't let him down. Now, I wanted to know exactly what was an ambassador, so I looked it up and I thought of several things. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you six things of what ambassadors are or do, so that you know for sure, so that you don't forget you're an ambassador when you get to work. And you know exactly how to act like one. Okay? First one is an ambassador is a designated representative. You're a designated representative of the king. An ambassador of the United States to another country is a representative of the president of the United States. So you are a representative of Jesus in your job. Number two. You are in place of the king. The ambassador acts on the king's behalf. You are in place of Jesus in your job, and you act on his behalf. Number three, you as an ambassador have an elevated status. You're not like the others, nor are you to act like the others. You are to behave with dignity and an elevated status. Again, you're representing the king. And number four, an ambassador is usually sent to a place that's not their home. Remember, this world to us Christians is not our home. Our home is in heaven. So we are to be the heavenly representative here on earth in your job, which isn't your home. And number five, an ambassador delivers the king's wishes or message, which the king being Jesus, that would be the gospel, right? The good news? (laughs) Yep. And number six, which actually comes from 2 Corinthians 5.3, an ambassador gives no offense or is not to be offensive in anything so that the message or the king aren't blamed. So real quick, let me just run through those six. An ambassador is the designated representative of the king. He's in place of the king or on his behalf. 
An ambassador has an elevated status and is not like everyone else. He is sent to a place that's not his home. An ambassador delivers the king's wishes or message. An ambassador gives no offense in anything so that the message or the king isn't blamed. So the next time you get to work, don't be a hypocrite or an actor. Be the same at your job as you are in church. And remember, Jesus paid for you. He owns you. And he lives in you. Have faith in him that what he did on the cross for you is a help to you. And he will help you in your job to be a good representative of his. Okay, He's not going to mess up and make himself look bad. He's going to make himself and his gospel message look good through you if you focus on him. And you are his ambassador. Be a good representative of him in your job. Okay? In our next episode, I'm going to talk about how to not lose your focus on Christ in your job. Scripture actually gives us specific things that we can do to not lose our focus on Christ. Isn't that cool? You will agree when you hear it. And that'll be our 130th episode. Remember, if you would like me to speak at your church or Christian college, you can connect with me through bluejeanschristian.com. Shoot me an email, info at bluejeanschristian.com. 